You're listening to the Best Barbecue Podcast, the show where we talk, taste, and even try to cook the best barbecue in Texas, which is the best barbecue in the world. I hope y'all meat men are having a good week, and all you meat women are uh, out there thinking about your next cook. I've been doing a lot of chicken wings and bone broths, uh, kind of turning the chicken wings into some of the broth. Chicken wings seem to make some awesome broth, probably from all the fat, plus all the spices and stuff I marinate them in, comes out in my broth. Uh, But enough about what I've been cooking. I've been talking to some guys out in the northeast Austin, kind of between here and Tyler, and I ran into Mike Wyant again while I was at Snow's, but I also ran into Brett from Brett's Barbecue. Uh, Brett McKenzie Boren is a caterer. Uh, he cooks a ton of great barbecue, and uh, you'll hear him on the show talking about what possibly could be a yet another Texas barbecue place opening up somewhere mysteriously, a small town between Austin and Lexington, it sounds like. I hope you guys enjoy. Don't forget to tag us in all your photos. I love seeing everything y'all are doing at Best Barbecue, all spelled out. Uh, and you can always email me at yoni at bestbbqshow.com. I hope you all are enjoying your week and uh, have fun with this conversation between Brett, Mike, and me. So, where it snows, it's not your first time. It's your first time, though, right, Mike? It is my first time. How was that? It was amazing. Everything that everybody talks about, especially the pork steak, for sure. Into it? Yeah, it was amazing. Brett? I just love coming out here. Every time I come out here is a new experience, and, you know, it's always good to just kind of see everyone, see new faces, meet new people, and just kind of sit here and sit back and relax and watch all these wonderful people do what they are so passionate about. Enjoy the barbecue ambiance. That's what y'all are passionate about too, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Y'all cooking today? Yeah, I got a, I got a big wedding tomorrow, so I got to get back and... and uh, What's the menu? Uh, sausage, jalapeno, cheese sausage, um, pork spare ribs, brisket... And mac and cheese, coleslaw, pinto beans. That's it. <laughs> now, spare ribs are the good ones, right? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted something about baby backs, and there was a lot of shit talking. I uh, like eating baby backs, so baby backs are... You like them? It's, it, it's, it's backyard style, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm a spare kind of guy, so... All differences of opinion. And it's the same <laughs> cut, right? It's just different... Well, different the... Oh no, the baby backs are higher up on the hog. They're they're actually oh, they from are? from the they're off of the loin. The spares are kind of be lower on the hog. They come off the belly. So. And then the St. Louis ones. St. Louis is a is just a spare with the knuckle cut off, pretty much the yeah. So. The um, part. Yeah, it's kind of the part that has a lot of cartilage and stuff like that. The St. Louis are just mainly just bone and meat, so a lot easier to eat for people that are less. Uh, experience at eating barbecue. <laughs> well, I've been to places where I've seen people like bite into the bone. Like you can bite a chunk out of the bone; it's so soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You render them down enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. My dogs love them. 
<laughs> I always <laughs> take them home. Really? Yeah, there the, you go. The, I they tear through one in like a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I like making like an old school pork spare rib and then, you know, on the uh, on the baby backs, make, making more like a competition style, you know, a nice sauce. Yeah, um, that's my my wife likes the spare ribs that I made for I used to make for competition a lot sweeter than the ones we do at the restaurant. So <laughs> I I just hate making them because they're so labor intensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I open my place up, it's gonna be uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna do both, just yeah. because a lot of people don't do baby backs, and I think kind of where I'm planning on being out in the country, you know, it's it, it'll be a thing and. You know, I'll probably run like a uh, Thursday baby back, you know, special or something. So, you know, it'll be it'll be something different to offer. Yeah, we serve baby backs here and there, but it's mostly like if we have a catering that they want baby backs, we'll just whatever extra racks we had. Yeah, you know, leftover. Uh, you know, raw of course. We don't always use a whole case for a catering. We'll. Uh, you know, make two or three racks for the restaurant, and then everybody's like, "You're gonna put it on the menu, right?" I'm like, no, no, not not yet. <laughs> it's always fun to have something off the menu. Every once in a while, come here and yeah, uh, Clay will just hand me a bite of something. I'm like, "What's this?" And he'll be like, "Oh, it's Wagyu beef." Or you know, <laughs> yeah, these like random good things that you can. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah when definitely. the smoker's going, you kind of want to put everything on it. Yeah, yeah, every time I'm cooking at the house or you know doing catering, someone calls me up. Hey. Could I bring this by? Can you cook this while you got the pit going? I'm yeah. like, I don't really want to, but I guess. <laughs> but yeah, bring me I mean, a six-pack of beer. Yeah. Like I mean, if it's going anyways, I mean, it's not too much trouble. Yeah. It's like calling up someone, like a construction guy, and being like, hey, I know you're working today. Can you, like, uh, finish my driveway while you're doing <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Since you're at it anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not I'm not cooking this weekend. I'm, I'm enjoying other people's Good. barbecue and... Uh, finishing up my vacation so I can be ready to get back at it next week. Nice. And uh, is it, so you guys are closed, closed right now? Yeah, we're closed completely. The whole whole staff, we were all kind of just, we've been going at it pretty pretty long now, and it's a pretty, uh, you know, skeleton crew, so we were all kind of worn out. We needed some time away from the restaurant for, for a bit just to reboot, you know, get, get a, do something else for a week, and not, then not uh, a lot of room for like switching people out. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, yeah. So, you know, once we have a bigger crew, then you know it'll be different. People can take vacations here and there, but right now we have to do it all all at once. But I mean, Franklin still does that kind of thing. They have like a week vacation. Yeah, so, yeah. They just announced it. Yeah. On, I saw something on Instagram that they're going to close for their summer their summer week vacation. off. If it, if it were me, I'd pick the hottest part of the summer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Which I, I mean, well, you're going into August, August so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be. Well, I don't know if this past week will will be any hotter though. This was miserable. Yeah, we broke yeah, a lot of records that, this week. Yeah, I'm, I was glad to get out of the heat for a week for sure. It's, yeah, and it's actually the time you're taking off is a little cooler. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice yeah, and I think Monday it's, we're supposed to have a cold front come through, so it's going to be 91. So that'll be that'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it's I'm always noticing how. In, in Austin, I don't know if it's the same where you're at, but in Austin, right now, it would be 5 or 10 degrees hotter. Yeah, than yeah. It out here all the Mexico, concrete. So and the, nice. Yeah, the, it feels awesome out here right now. It's like 9.20 a.m., and it's not even that hot. Yeah. 
It's nice. If I want cooking, I'd be drinking beer right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good morning for it. <laughs> where's that, uh, where's that beer at? Do I want? They usually have some out here. Yeah, I'll get you one. You guys I'll, don't, I'll, don't I'll, I'll drink one for the road. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to get a picture. I'm horrible at remembering to take pictures. Remind me to get a picture with everybody. Nice and cold. Just how you like it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Well, you guys know what ASMR is? Uh-uh. No, what's that? It's like when you do sounds into the microphone. Oh, so okay. There's like a weird subculture of it now. Like people have... Like channels. to dub over movies and stuff, or just 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 for well, fun. That's what it kind of came from, like sound guys yeah. who make those sounds. But now there's like a YouTube channel where a girl's just sitting there, like playing with a bag of chips, <laughs> or like that's... chewing on something and like holding a mic up to it. Or that's interesting. It's really weird. It stands <laughs> for something. I don't know what ASMR stands for. I'm sure someone someone knows, and right now they're screaming it at the, the yeah studio. idiot. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so much going on in the world now. It's like yeah, yeah. I've already cut out most of the news. Well, <laughs> did you guys read Matthew Odom's uh, article talking shit about Lockhart? Yep. Yeah, I, I wrote a pretty uh, uh, long reply reply to that. You know, it just you know somebody coming from I don't know I really don't know much about him, but I assume that he doesn't come from a barbecue background. Um, you know, he's. Uh, he, he's putting his opinions out there about something that he might not know a lot about. And, you know, being as passionate as I am about barbecue and that being the area where I grew up, it really, I took it personally because I know, I know a lot of the people in that, in that business, in that town personally. So, you know, it, it's like, it's like attacking my family, you know, and, and that's, and I know it, it was more saying like, Oh, well, you know, barbecue's going a different direction, but, um, the way he the way he worded things and and obviously just the the title of the article you know it that it, that just right there shows you that it's just kind of a lack of respect for the barbecue uh, world I guess that that or, or was the barbecue world started you know in in Texas so. Well, between your reply, Wyatt's reply, and Bill Dumas's reply, I think the three of you guys pretty much nailed it, you know, on, on the on the head. So yeah, well, because you know, so many people are claiming that Austin's a new Texas barbecue capital, and then it really doesn't matter. People can say what they want to say, um, but I mean, this. Small towns like this is where stuff the uh, the barbecue scene started. I mean, it was it was a barbecue scene before the barbecue scene was a thing. Um, and even if you don't like the food, even if you think this or that is this other place is better, that place is better, you still have to show the respect that these pitmasters deserve because they started it all. You know, they were doing it before it was cool. They were they were putting in the time and effort and you know, sacrificing to do it before it was a cool thing to do. Well, before you could charge $24 yeah. a pound for brisket. And, I mean, there's still places, like old school places that are charging, you know, they're, they're just now raising their prices, you know, so. 
I remember when snows went up to $18, and like I noticed, but yeah. by then, so many, 90% of the line is people who don't, you know, aren't regulars. Yeah. So it's like, but... They're not worried how much they're going to spend, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're here for that one special occasion to, you know, spend with a good friend or friends or family member and, yeah. you know, the experience. And, so the, and that's, uh, what, that's what kind of my point was in my what I wrote is, like, barbecue is not about necessarily the food itself. Of course, you know, great barbecue is great barbecue, but it's about sitting down with friends or doing like this, what we're doing right now. You know, it's, it's about sitting down and breaking bread with, with friends and family and, and just having a good time. And, and, you know, it's almost a afterthought that you're actually, you're there to eat barbecue, but, you know, because you're having this experience, it's so much more than just a, a meal. It's, it's everything about it, you know, just the culture, the, the, you know, like my family, like every time somebody would come out from out of state, you know, a family member or a friend, First thing we, the first place we took them was Kreitz, and it would blow their mind. They were like, "Where are the forks? You know, we eat on paper. Like, what is this?" But when they left, they they were just in awe of, of the of the experience they just had. So, yeah. I, did, did you, you know, you were there? Did, did you kind of start cooking because? Yeah. What Lockhart was? Yeah, or? definitely. I mean, it, it showed me that there was something so much more than uh, what my what my family was doing in the backyard. You know, it, it showed me that there was just this whole other level that I wanted to reach. You know, I wanted to be able to do it myself. And that's where my, my love and passion came from. Is And this is, like I said, from a really early age, I remember... You know, I was always scared of, of Roy because he looked really intimidating. But, you know, now I, you know, I talk to him as a peer and he's like, I just I'm actually a shy person. I just don't like talking to people. Or at that time, he, he wasn't really talking, well, he, talking to people. He's in the zone, too. You know, yeah, yeah. He's working his ass off. So um, I, I think, you know, the guy that wrote that article, if he went back and spent a day in Roy's shoes, he would not have wrote what he wrote. Yeah. Because um, nobody realizes how hard it is to do it. E- even just the one cook, you know, versus cooking every single day, it's not easy. Definitely not. No, it's 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 long hours. It's hot work. Hot work in the summer. Cold work in the in the winter. You know, people just don't. People on the outside looking in. You know they don't they don't really realize they can say that they realize and they can hear somebody explain it to them but until you really work a day and understand what goes into it you you'll never really understand I mean I like that uh, I think Bon Appetit did a did a day at Franklin's I think yeah, that's what it was bon and I, like I mean and yeah he did 24 hours which that's that's a little extreme but you know um, he he got to see a behind the scenes look of what goes into it and that's you know that's an everyday thing for for that crew you know it's not oh i'm going to go do it one day and you know i'll i'll say i did it you know they do it every single day so you know that's just uh it just goes to show you that it changes people's perspective on it you know when they actually do it yeah, we're talking about Up in Smoke, Legendary Lockhart Barbecue is Overrated, an Austin American Statesman article by Matthew Odom, who writes a lot about barbecue, right? I'm, I'm not real sure. Oh, I shouldn't have clicked that. Uh, I mean, 
in the end, though, do you really care? Like, you know you're, you know you're cooking well. They've got a, le- a, a legacy. Yeah. I mean, this is just some guy coming in and going. Yeah, it's it's really not that it's really not that that important, I guess. But you know, it's just like I said, it's almost like an attack on my family because I have become fairly good friends with you know, you know, I work for the Blacks family. Um, you know, I've become pretty good friends with with uh, Roy, and and I'm actually really good friends with his son-in-law that works there. So you know, it, it's like an attack on my family. It, it really is because it, it means a lot to me that. Because that's what I, I it's so there's so much nostalgia when I go there. Yeah. You know, it takes me back to being a kid, but it, you know, and, and so it just bothered me. And I guess I, I may maybe it bothered me too much because it is just an article, but and probably it, it will nobody will even pay attention to it in a week. But yeah, yeah. Well, one of the the things I discuss with a lot of guys now is just kind of how magazines and newspaper, all that stuff's kind of dying. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I have a podcast and I don't write a newspaper. Yeah. Because uh, you can't download a newspaper in your, out of your pocket. Well, I guess you technically can, but people just aren't doing that stuff anymore. Yeah, it's just it's just dying off with the... Well, this is more personable. I mean, yeah. you're asking questions and yeah. we're right here. Is Mr. Me. Clay Cowgill? Yeah. <laughs> about, about to share the mic. Yeah, introduce yourself. Hello. <laughs> yeah, talk louder than that. Come on, Clay. Everybody wants to know what kind of freezer hat you're going to have today. Oh, it's going to be I. I hard pizza. All right. It's extremely dirty. So. <laughs> Got to go in the freezer. It's going to have a funky smell. Pizza. What are y'all talking about? We're talking talk, vegetables. Talking about, are y'all talking uh, about vegetables? Talking shit about a shit talking article oh. about Lockhart. Do you see that? No. What happened? Uh, Matthew Odom was kind of talking shit about Lockhart Barbecue. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a hey, we'll get, he's a we'll journalist. Get, we'll get a live read <laughs> from Clay Cowgill right now. Uh, here it is. You need to you need to make the font bigger. I got a contact. It's just going to fill you up. I'm not going to read this. Working. Read well, the read, the ti- read the title. Oh, no, the, I mean into the microphone. I'm just going to read no, it. No, no, don't read it out loud. Just just say, react to what you're reading. Say out loud what you're thinking. <laughs> you're not going to be judged. Yeah. You can judge the judgment. I think that, I think if you're going to judge. Like like I say, people, you know, in the in the in my post, is like, the first thing I say is everybody's entitled to their opinion. So what's your opinion of this horrible that's article? A good, no, that's just, a good one to read. This right here? I'll read it. This is Brett. The result, they all came up short of their former glory. We're talking about uh, Lockhart Barbecue uh, scene. Some much shorter than the others, and none would make the top ten brisket in Austin. Scroll down to the uh, very bottom. Well, we all know, like, even Smitty's, you go there and... I'll be back to Lockhart, even if the city puts up a sign that reads, Big City Critics, no longer welcome. But I'll be doing it more for the ritual and the tingle of the nostalgia than the brisket. Is that, there's really a sign there that says that? No, those were his last words on the article. Even if the city puts up, I like that sign though. Yeah. I just don't like critics in general. I like, 
I just like going to eat barbecue and talking to people to cook it. It's yeah. way more interesting than like, it's kind of like whenever I watch those, uh, the cooking shows like Master Chef or Top yeah. Chef and all that, I just fast forward through the judging part because I just want to see him cook. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, what is that? Go back. See it's what so great. you can rewind TV now. See what fast uh, forward it. techniques they're using and actual skill that they have. Not well, and, and and I don't care. Like I don't care what some pretty lady, some bald guy, and some chef have to say. That's about. true. Yeah. Because like, what if what if one of them grew up not eating salty food and the other one only ate salty food? Yeah. How how do they how can they make an equal judgment? You know? Yeah. Or one had a beer with their meal, yeah. and one had unsweet tea with their meal. Well, yeah. um, the other thing is they watch them cook, so they might do something. There's a whole bunch of times like, oh, he's putting in that gnocchi too early, or yeah. just, and and they make a point to point it out later too. And it's like, would you have noticed if you weren't watching them? Cook? Yeah, like, if you were sitting at a table. There we go. Clay's got the good stuff. You gotta, re- you gotta, you gotta get that from the back of the freezer. Uh, man, I got this two weeks ago when I was out here. You guys could take a sip of cherry, that. Cherry, dude. Right? Oh, cherry? Yeah. Take the enamel off your teeth? Yeah, exactly. Cherry moonshine. I still got mine in the freezer. Well, listen, there's oh, advantages to coming out to the country, and one of them Woo. is the moonshine. That's good, though. Man. That is tasty. Well, they put something like coffee, or not coffee, cherry liqueur in it or something, but... Yeah. Uh, for, for those of you just tuning in, we've got <laughs> a uh, ice-cold jar here filled with a foreign clear liquid that has a cherry flavor. <laughs> Without even asking questions, we start passing it around and drinking out of it. Hey, all I do at Snows is sit down and people put stuff in front of me and I have a good time. Yep. Why I come out here, and I, I I frequent this place more than any other barbecue place in the state of Texas. What other barbecue place are you gonna go and somebody hands you a jar of moonshine? I mean, yeah, exactly. When it was Tootsie's birthday, people were bringing cakes. Like the whole fridge was full of cakes. <laughs> there was a there was a like giant it? cheesecake. Yeah, that's Oh, that's that's from Randy. Compliments of Randy Estrada. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. And Randy's in the hospital right now. So, so is he? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. we gotta lift like him a, up in prayers. He's, he's got some. I came out here two weeks ago and we met and and uh, kind of did barbecue roundtable and he's got some uh, lower back issues and they looks like they're gonna back. do surgery. But didn't this he have week. like a boil or something like in his inner thigh that he was gonna have to get removed or something like that? I think that's what what he was talking about getting surgery on. So. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, prayers are with him. But he, he's, uh, he's a very well-liked guy in the barbecue world, and uh, he, he goes out and supports everybody. So, you know, a great uh, barbecue family member for sure. I, uh, I just love he's always down to meet up. He met, I think we were you. Was that the same weekend I met him here? No, that was like y'all did it a month before. And then I put on Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago that I was going to come out here and do do a round table, and he was one of the first guys, hey, I'll meet you out there, and him and his wife came out. um, Ray Riley from Texas A&M came out. Uh, Ray's one of the the three that helps put on uh, barbecue summer camp at Camp Brisket at at A&M. The the camp that... No one can get into it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You have to be put in a lottery, right? Something like that. 
I, uh, Unless you're John Brotherton, but I guess he's, he goes to help uh, uh, run Camp Brisket. Yeah. I just want him to, you know, we've, we've sent him emails and stuff, but they're busy. Yeah. Uh, I just want him to let me come so I can cover because every once in a while a video comes out of there and they're all right, but it's like some guy sitting in the crowd, so they're not moving around, they're not getting yeah. close. And I could cover that. Definitely. Camp, righteously. We could do like live streams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We need to be sharing that. I'm like, I get it that there's just not enough space, but we could share it. Or yeah, just like an inside look, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, not necessarily a full on like everything, but yeah. just, you know, see what happens yeah. there. There's a couple great YouTube videos of Aaron and another guy trimming briskets. Trimming briskets, yeah. Just, just all the that simple stuff that, you know. Us home cooks go crazy for it. Yeah, people people want to see it. Even I mean, even us like we're always you know interested in what others do, not necessarily to copy them, but just to see the different ways that things are done. You know, like between me and Brett, we do things way different, but you know, we still you know are interested in what each other does. Well, but that's um, the fun part is that we're all it's like we we all have our own laboratories. Yeah, right? mm-hmm, definitely. But instead of like creating chemicals we create food that <laughs> gets to try yeah yeah i don't know if you want to walk into my laboratory <laughs> <laughs> everyone does are you kidding people go crazy for it this uh this guy nikki who's a fan of the show is uh uh he's nikki 666 on instagram and he's on a tour right now he's sitting hanging out with uh, patrick and those guys over there but this dude he, he's been forcing himself on every pit master within 100 miles of here He's doing a 24 or 26 hour like whirlwind trip. Yeah, I was gonna. See, I was wondering how long it'd be before I saw a Make America Great Again cap. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, we are in the country. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's all good. And but yeah, the the you know people that the people have actually been coming to me um, asking about doing uh, kind of consulting work, but more so they come in and just uh, shadow me at the restaurant. Uh, to, you know, just to learn, not necessarily learn exactly how I'm doing it, but, you know, just getting some tips and, you know, getting... Stage. Yeah, yeah stage, yeah. Uh, that just word. means free labor. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's French for free labor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, so I think that's really cool. And I actually had one kid come and, and ask me, and, and I said, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, we might be able to work something out. And then he said, uh, well, what is the compensation for that kind of thing? I was like, for a day's work. And I was like knowledge i mean you know i'm 50 bucks yeah <laughs> you know your knowledge of the texas barbecue that i'm showing you that's your you know that's what you're you're gaining i mean i'm not gonna pay somebody to come learn from me yeah. i would tell in any job like that i would tell them you can have two weeks i'll pay you 100 bucks and at the end of those two weeks if, if you've shown you've got anything <laughs> Then, then we can talk about you actually working. Right. Well, he was just wanting to do it for like a, you know, a day. That, that was all he wanted. Yeah. But I have a guy what, that... What, that are, uh, what are you gaining from that? He might be slowing you down. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So I'm not going to pay somebody to uh, slow me down. He's definitely going to slow you down. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do have an, a, a guy from uh, Korea that wants to come. And his actual his last name is actually Flores. He, um, Yeah, it's funny. His name's, I think, Augustine Flores. And he has a barbecue joint in Korea, like he said, about like an hour outside of Seoul. And uh, he wants to come do a, I don't know what you'd call it necessarily, but he wants to come work for me for about a month. Just, you know, to, to see how things run, how I run it, and, you know, doing, you know, what, what he considers true Texas barbecue. And uh, because he's going to open a second joint that he wants to have that, 
Texas Pitmaster, trained by Texas Pitmaster kind of uh, certification. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's going to come, and then he wants me to go over to uh, South Korea with him and do, like, a pop-up and just That's go so over awesome. there. So that would be that would be an uh, awesome opportunity. You need to bring your film crew with you. Right, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I need, uh, I need, I'll cover it, dude. I'll I need my media uh, to come with me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I hope it all works out. Seems like a good opportunity, so. Well, it's a great opportunity for yeah. him. Yeah. And you, you never know what will come out of it. Yeah. And he said he, he's right now his business is in a small town of uh, 350,000 people. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in Seoul is like 11 million or something. Yeah, so, I've been yeah. to Seoul. It's huge. Yeah. So you, he, don't even, you don't even tell people, like, if you get in a taxi, you don't give them an address. You just tell them which uh, subway stop you need to go near. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's how big it is. Yeah, so he uh, he said he's gonna his uh, second place is gonna actually be in Seoul, so he wants to, I guess, put his uh, best foot forward. You know, that's uh, I mean, as long as it's a good collaboration, yeah. I mean, honestly, whatever you get out of it, it's gonna be if you can, I, you know, I'll give you a boot camp in in uh, social media, yeah, creative stuff because. You just got to be covering, all, even if you don't use half of it then, just have pictures and video of everything y'all are doing. Yeah. Nathan Pierre of uh, Evie Mays did that a couple of months ago. He went up there yeah. and did did a pop-up in collaboration with uh, a guy up there. And yeah, he was here last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met up with him on Sunday at Reveille Barbecue up in Houston. Uh, Magnolia. Um that guy gets all over the place. I don't know how he has the energy to do it, or being a full-time cook. <laughs> and those guys are, you know, in top five in the, in the amount of food they're cooking right now in the States. So it's well, uh, it's awesome. Those, like, special steak nights. I, I get their yeah, prime rib dinners. Yeah. Prime rib dinners, exactly. I, I got to meet uh, Arnis and Mallory last week for the first time. Awesome people. So I, I got to meet uh, Nathan, but, you know, there's – I, I wish I had time to go make it up to their place. Yeah, they, everything looks amazing, especially the desserts. <laughs> we'll that's that's next, yeah. Uh, week off and we'll go up yeah. There. yeah, there you go. There you go. That's, that's a long next haul. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my mom. I'm from that area, and my mom lives there. My stepdad, and I got aunts, uncles, cousins, and I see them once a year at Christmas time because it's too far for me to drive. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll bring me some goodies when they come to monthly in November. Yeah, oh yeah. They're Arnis and uh, Nathan are good time. This is why I want self-driving cars, so I can just like put the car, just put a hundred barbecue joints into the navigation. Yeah. Go, start at one. And just pass w- out. Wake up when when you're there. I can I can be writing and. Yeah, there you go. Get a lot more done. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was looking at it because I was like, okay, if you if you figure out how much a self-driving car is, and then how much it is to just like. Uber, yeah, or like pay people to drive you around. It's actually not. It that might bad. come out to be the same. My phone thinks I'm talking to. Did you hear that? Go- the us. government. We're being recorded. The, the right government. Now, yeah, yeah. Always <laughs> recording. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny the way that everything's just. It went from like people being scared of all this stuff to like now everyone just carries a wiretap in their pocket. Yeah, pretty much. It's like. Eh. Whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. I tell sometimes I mess with my girlfriend and I'm just like, don't say that. The phone can hear us. <laughs> yeah. You have to be careful what you talk about on the phone. You say certain words. It's just like. Well, we went to Home Depot the other day and I bought like a ton of those filters because yeah. to keep the air conditioner running. 
and I like I just had a million so I was like putting some down and I ended up only like self checking out for seven of the ten I bought or something because yeah. I missed a three pack and she was like that was pretty smooth and I'm like what are you talking about she's like oh you got some free filters and I was like oh whoops <laughs> I was like don't say that phone will hear you yeah. <laughs> well you know it's it's weird like you'll be buying you'll, you can buy something at a store and if they have your email on file then I guess it goes into the algorithm on Facebook Oh, yeah. and, and then like yeah. something that you just bought at a store they have anything to do with online you know purchase They'll every time i phone. go to home depot it's crazy it my email address pops up because it recognizes the last four of my card number i guess yeah they're like do you want to you want us to email this to you i'm like no <laughs> give me the, the the paper and let me go <laughs> yeah. it, it freaks people out the, uh, the one to worry about now is uh you know the uh, deal that Amazon came out with that sits in, that sits yeah. in your living room. Alexa. Alexa, that's the one that is. Uh, that freaks me out. Is this show's uh, actually on Alexa? Like you can say, "Hey Alexa, play the best barbecue podcast." Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's still scary. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it to be listening to me all the time. You know. Yeah, just don't get one of those. Yeah. I don't have yeah. One. Exactly. Um, but you know, like people get freaked out kind of when uh, we swear at the restaurant and they'll swipe their card and their phone number will come up. It's like how do how do y'all have my phone number? It's not uh, it's not us. It's yeah, Square. Exactly. They have it. If you ever use Square it and put your phone number in it, it's automatic. They have with Square now. Uh, if you have the app or whatever set up, you don't even have to take your card out of your pocket. It just shows a picture of the person when they walk up. Oh wow! And then you just press their face, wow. and it and then they just sign the bill. The time we live in. <laughs> now it snows though. They do uh, yeah. take cards here though. Are you gonna? Brett, are you going to use uh, Square? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have now. Yeah. I, I do it like Clover, so though. It's pretty cool. Clover? Yeah, it's real quick as well. I, you know, we use, at the place I've worked, we use like Revel, and uh, there's another one that we've used. It just, they, all, they always crash. And I don't know why, but. <laughs> uh, Clay just took a big swig of the, uh, the cherry. The cherry did you just put there. moonshine in your beer? Moonshine. <laughs> He's got Lone Star in a Yeti cup and then put moonshine on top of That's it. That's what the Russians do, you know? They put like a little vodka. touch of vodka with yeah. some beer. And I it's was like... born in Russia. Oh, okay, well then you have an excuse. Clay likes to ruin pictures, too. I did. I, I tried last week. Somebody was screaming at me. So I tried to ruin the picture last week. Somebody was screaming at me. Who, whose picture? Uh, well, I ruined Brett's. Well, you didn't really ruin it. it. I mean, from a girl's point of view, you probably did. But not me. I really don't care. <laughs> you have to realize Clay's out here on his own all the time. Like, he gets wild ideas because he doesn't have to reel them in. Sometimes you got to make. Yeah, what do you do at night when you're loading all these briskets and you're by yourself? Like, what are you thinking about? I play a Star Wars game. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got to get like 2M and get a big TV out here. Do you uh, do you go do you walk Star across Wars. the street sure and go Star over Wars, to the bar yeah. and hang out with those guys once you get your brisket on, or what do you no, do? No, but they show up at one, expecting uh, all the locals will show up. 
it's, well, what's ready? What's ready? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely you know, nothing, nothing is ready. <laughs> Everything is wrong. We go through this every week. Every week. <laughs> you still show up. You should just put some chicken wings on there, like right at the front of the fire, and just burn them to shit, and then be like, "Oh yeah, guys, I got some chicken wings for you." And then accidentally spill them all over the ground. Yeah. Don't pick them up anyway. Let's <laughs> put some sauce on them. Yeah. After that. Are those the same guys that you were painting like Hulk or whatever that at the? No. The homecoming. Tootsie's granddaughter. His <laughs> granddaughter is the one that always shows up. It's ready. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing <laughs> all showing up. Not you know when your meme all shows up. Yeah. Another hour. You gonna wait for it? Hell no. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. That's good. The, the drunks that do come over, just the bar people that do come over, if they stay a while, it'll get close to two, and I'll be like, you know, Tootsie's about to show up. Okay, okay, we'll leave. We'll leave. Really? <laughs> They're intimidated. She starts. She'll probably run them all off. Well, yeah, she knows them all. Oh, yeah. Be, y'all get out of here and go home and go to bed. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This Tootsie wrangling, folks. That's right. She's wrangling. How many briskets y'all cook today? 65. And uh, what's what's your max? 98. Oh, okay. We've done 98. Normally, it's like 80, 85. 98's like? 75 is probably normal. That's normal? Food was amazing, by the way. Yeah, it was great, as yeah. always. Yeah. Everything, everybody always told me. Did you like pork steak? That was the fa- that was my favorite, yeah. of course. Um, I was telling, I was telling Brett, pork steak was money today. It, it kind of takes me back to being a kid, because like uh, my mom, my mom was actually pretty good on a, on like a little old smoky. I was uh, last time I was on Yoni's podcast, um, I was telling him about it. It's like a little old smoky that they sell like at Academy, and uh, so it's all direct heat. She used to make really good uh, pork spare ribs on there. So and chicken, so it, and it you know the grease falling down and you know that so it has that flavor to it and it, it just took me back for Have sure. Have you seen these guys on Weber's making beef ribs? Looking incredible. Like on a kettle, like a, yeah. a Weber kettle. Uh, I didn't even know you could do that. But they can they almost make it like an offset. They put yeah, the coals on one side so. and. Until I moved to Texas, all I cooked was uh, indirect like snake method on a Weber. Yeah. That's almost the barbecue that I did. Yeah. Until I got down here and they had real pits. Right, yeah. You can still make good barbecue on Weber. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. You just have to have the skill. So, all right, let me, I have an idea for a show. I want to know, because you guys would be direct competition for it. Uh, <laughs> we come up, we find some fun people. Uh, at this studio, we have a pit, a Traeger, and a Weber, like a 22-inch Weber. Uh, we have two pitmasters come, you know, a bunch of people, drinks, whatever. And we give it, you know, whatever it is, one hour, three hours, whatever we decide. But there's like a, to- a coin toss or whatever, and you get to choose one of the. Th- so you might, you might, someone might get the pit, so you have to use the Weber. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Someone, and then you you battle for whoever wins, and then there's like maybe we get some. I don't know about celebrities. Jerry Lone but some, Star. Somewhat well-known judges. Yeah, yeah. You know, like once yeah. a month we have this like evening cook. Where you I want like to go against John Brotherton. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we're cooking turkey. <laughs> He's a turkey snob. John Brotherton's a turkey snob. Well, that, that's perfect. And we already have you have your first show. Uh, that was Clay said that, not uh, Brett. By the way, John. Uh, but I think that would be a really fun thing to have. That's a really good idea. 
I, I liked your idea about, about the whole, like, uh, what we talked about last time doing a uh, uh, draft, a uh, barbecue pit master draft. I really liked that idea. I was, I was telling my wife about it afterwards, and she said, that's, that's kind of dumb. And I was like, okay, you don't, you don't understand the concept. Then. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is that there's too many hard feelings. If we, yeah, if everybody, if everybody was fun. chill, yeah. If there was, like, you know, if we had some... God forbid, horrible disease or something that we need to raise charity for. That's like we could get people together, but yeah, you know, like I would love to have Dylan on it, but then like you know he's been at so many places. He's got he's good with most of them, but it's like you never know. But it would just be fun to make fun of the whole like gypsy situation. People move people moving guys. around to yeah. different places. Well, because a few there's a couple young guys that have recently. Uh, kind of like screwed over you know no one's no one's like shut down the restaurant it's not that bad but yeah. it's like there's a there's a bunch of these young guys who are like oh well screw you you know like you won't give me this day off or whatever i'm going I'm, over I'm here out. and yeah. then they're like a week later they're at another spot so yeah that's what Crazy. i was talking to evan about yesterday it's, it's you know you have to really treat your staff well especially in austin because they can go somewhere else and get paid more yeah. you know in an instant, you know, they, all they all you have to do is piss them off one time, and they're like, oh, "I'm out," and they'll be like you said, at another joint the next week. Well, there's a joke back in the day. I used to do a lot of like beer tourism in Austin. There's kind of a joke back in the day, like when you first want to open a brewery, all the banks laughed at you. Now they're like lining up to loan you money. Yeah, exactly. It's the same yeah. thing with barbecues. Like back in the day, yo, you want to open a barbecue joint? No, we're, we're not. We don't loan money for that now. It's like everyone wants to invest in a barbecue. Yeah, joint. investors are looking for. This and that to get I, I had be to a part of. I had to cut a guy out of a podcast the other day because we're all sitting around talking, and he comes up and is like, "Hey, like, who's who owns this? Who's like?" He was like, "What's the? I want to invest in this." And I'm like, "We're recording, dude. Just go. <laughs> just go on. Don't just throw your money at us. Yeah. Please ask me what my name is first. Yeah. Let's talk first. All right. What kind of barbecue do you like? Something. Yeah. Well, I. I kind of, someone was, someone on Facebook was like, oh, I'm going to start a war here, but what's the best barbecue in Austin? And I just wrote, the best barbecue is the one that's sitting in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm tired of lists. I'm tired. I, I have yet to find a list that I like reading, you know? Yeah, yeah and that's, that's, that's such a, I mean, people that only go to places that are on a list, you know, it, it's kind of like, what are you in it for? Do you really love barbecue or yeah. you're just kind of doing it because it's a cool thing to do because you know i mean don't get me wrong i'm very fortunate that i we made texas monthly but and i'm very very thankful and, and blessed that it happened but at the same time it's like that doesn't mean that there's only 50 good barbecue places in texas you well, know and i like the list as a jumping off point i mean I've yeah got, yeah i i put everything in my google maps so the list is the list is on, on my google maps but just sitting here, we talked about Zavala's and a bunch of places that yeah, yeah. aren't on the list that everyone's talking about going to. Plus, since that list came out over a year ago now, mm -hmm. 10, 15 more barbecue places have opened. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You so, know, and there's places that had just opened. And there's 10 or 15 more that are going to open before the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, so including what, Brett's Backyard Barbecue? Yeah, is that, that, is that what Brett? we're calling it? about that. Well, we haven't announced it, but it's going to be 22 miles from where we're currently sitting at. Nice. <laughs> so basically somebody could come to Snow's for breakfast and make a short drive to see you for lunch. And then have yes, and we're, for dinner. And we're yeah, going to open at 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. So perfect. So yeah. 
they could actually be here in line, be on the road by 8.45, be waiting in line at Brett's Barbecue by 10, be back on the road by 10.45, and hit Truth or Louie Miller and make a really fun Saturday. Yeah, that would be a good a good crawl. Just bridging the gap. Yep. So tell us, for people that don't know, your, your background and you know how you got into barbecue. Oh, man. I got into barbecue uh, a few years outside of high school, um, just kind of messed around. Uh, we liked to drink a lot of beer back in the day, and then we had like a group of four or five of us. You know, we would just have little house parties and, you know, hey, let's barbecue, drink beer. And usually that's kind of what we did every Friday, Saturday. Um, uh, you just, you know, backyard barbecue parties and it was a way to you know for all us single guys to hang out with single women and and, <laughs> and listen to some pat green and robert o'keen and you know just we drank a lot of keystone beers back then and uh, only the best yeah and then you know barbecue for us was going camping and floating the river and you know barbecuing at the campsite so that's kind of really how it started, um, and from that point, we all kind of said, well, you know, we're always barbecuing, let's get into competition barbecue. And competition barbecue then isn't what it is now. It was just, hey, you know, cook-offs coming to Old Settlers Park in Round Rock. Uh, I remember the very first one I did in 2004, Stony LaRue was playing. And uh, I think like 30 people came to, and and Stony Larue came over to our camp, and we stayed up till the sun came up, and you know drank, and he played acoustic music after his show, and from that point on, I was I was really hooked, and the only thing that I walked in that day was fifth place beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. And, you you uh, hit on something. And then uh, I was like, ah, I want to do more of these, so. You know, it was like four or five of us that started it. Um, you know, as the years went on, uh, another person would get married and another person would drop out. And so I think from like 2008 on, it was just me. And uh, I would do 10, 15 a year. And then when I stopped doing competition barbecues, I was doing between 30 and 40 a year. And uh, it was really a barbecue at that point became a sickness. And, uh, you know, my later years, I started winning a lot. And it, 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 was, uh, it was really hard to get myself out of that, that mindset. And then somebody, one of my friends got married. He's like, hey, you know how to cook barbecue, right? And I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, well, um, I'm getting married. And I think I got married in uh, Luling. It was the very first wedding I did. And I made a ton of money. I was like, this is really cool. So um, I started advertising weddings and, and, you know, all that good stuff. And I actually put an ad on Craigslist, and it worked. Nice. <laughs> and so... Uh, Entrepreneurship right there. Yeah. And so this year, this past year, I mean, I'll be right at like 25, 30 weddings this year alone. That's um, awesome. Oh, it sounds like you don't even need to open a spot. Yeah. I want to open a spot because that's what 
that's what I want to do. That's, that's the where, ultimate dream. That's well, where it's probably good to have a, a solid kitchen somewhere. That's where my passion is. This goes and, to show uh, it's not all about the money. Yeah, I think I can make a, a decent living doing it. You know, it, it it'll be me and uh, <laughs> you know it'll be a small team. Um, the the biggest problem I'm going to have is I have all these caterings on the book, especially the month that I'm wanting to open. So I got to figure out. How I'm going to do both, but Clay can go help you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, he's gonna be right there. Clay, Carrie, Larissa. Yeah, you got a whole crew over here I mean, at your disposal. You could do it on a Saturday night. It's not like you're busy on Saturdays. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, so don't mention my location. But what do you think about my location? I approve. <laughs> there you go. So and, that's, and that's all, folks. That's it. Yeah. He just approved. That's all he's got to say about that. But, yeah, we're definitely going to have to do something as it gets a little closer on a podcast. and that's We'll cool. announce it and, you know, Let's do the go. soft opening and, and do all that. Uh, Let me do, like, a behind the scenes. We can debut, yeah. like, the week you open. Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to have a big party? I am going to have a little party. Are you going to invite Tootsie? Yes, absolutely. I think that would... I think more people would come see Tootsie than me. It's <laughs> probably a good good reason to invite her. Grand opening, press barbecue. <laughs> put it on your flyer. Yeah, yeah could I put put Tootsie will be there as uh, in the tagline. There you uh, go. Just or, put at, uh, in like the subtext. Hey, Tootsie might be there. <laughs> Brisket by Brett, sausage by Tootsie. There you go. Uh, yeah. One dollar yeah. pictures. One dollar yeah. pictures for. Two That'd be years. the ultimate uh, photo booth. Mm-hmm. The Tootsie photo booth. Yeah. And you just stick her in a tiny box. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> this is good air conditioning, man. Loving you. Yeah. Does Tootsie like air conditioning? Have you ever been in with Tootsie in air conditioning? She's not a big fan. Yeah, I can tell. She'd rather be kind of a pun. Like our homes are probably seventy degrees. Hers is eighty-five. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last week, man, because it's been over 100, my air conditioning has been struggling. Yeah. It can barely keep it under 85. Old homes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all that water is evaporating. Um, but, no, I'm excited. I'm, an, I'm also really nervous about making the jump, leaving a good-paying job. and, and uh, but Just leave on good terms. That's why I keep calling Michael every other day. But have a great, but have a great uh, attitude towards it. You, you'll be, you'll be great. I mean, you know it's going to be. You know the proverb about uh, the, the the general that had to burn his ships. No. He, uh, they, they, there's a battle going on, and they figure out to flank their enemy. They have to take boats kind of around this cove and land, and then from there they still, you know, they don't have a great chance, but they can attack kind of from a, another angle. So uh, everyone disembarks, and they're taking all the boats to the shore. And then he whispers in one of his lieutenant's ears, and the guy gets back in the boat, and he just kind of stands there. And then the lieutenant comes back, gets off the boat, and all of a sudden all the ships light up. And he announced to everyone, we have no retreat plan. 
time to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> no backup plan. There you go. That, that's yeah. true. And, and that's kind of how you have to look at it. You have to like, I got to make this work. Yeah. Like, there's no other option. But can't, can't look but back. I think I think Brett has enough uh, support from all of us. And once people gets. once people have his uh, have his food, he'll have support from from the the bar the whole barbecue community. So I'm really you know the people I got to win over are. Because I'm going into a small town, and I, I asked Leonard at Truth about this. You know, I was like, do I go in and kind of try to win over the Chamber of Commerce and tell them I'm coming? Or uh, He said, uh, fuck no, you just go in there and do you. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, know, I mean, people will come to coming you. Coming from Leonard, you know, it's, it's uh, those words mean a lot because, you know, you know I, my left side of my brain says I want to go in and shake hands and you know meet people face to face and then the right side of my brain is saying hey just jump all in and cook briskets and do what you do and and uh, go from there i would say um i would say you know that you could probably do both but you know leonard's got good advice as well yeah well i mean in our case we just started cooking, and, and then we had a trailer, and we yeah, I didn't really know anybody. Of course, my wife is from there, so she knows a lot of people, but the Chamber of Commerce came to us and asked us to join. You know, the, you know now we have, you know, the, the police department and the fire department, and, you know, we have, we I mean, we have customers from all over the town, and they just, we never went out of our way necessarily. I mean, really, because we didn't have time to go, you know, kiss babies and shake hands. So, you know, we just did what, like, like Leonard said, just do what you do and, and it'll, it'll, they'll come to you. You know, they're going to, if you're doing something right and you're going to be, uh, you're going to benefit the town, um, then, yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to, they're going to love you. If it's small enough, they, they won't have anything better to do than make friends with you. Yeah. They'll be very interested in what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Cause right now it's just a, it's just a drive by lot yeah. with two beautiful pecan trees and a, in about another month, it, the whole lot's going to be full of Rhett's Moberg smokers and, and Rhett's barbecue. And yeah, there's going to be little fences going up. There's going to be a little roost going up. There's going to be a, a Moberg container out there, food trailer. Cool. Um, you know, switching it up a little bit, or is that special for you? It's, uh, it's another member of the family making it. Nice. So... It's uh, it's actually his brother. So Sonny's not Shady busy. Sonny's not very Yeah, busy. Shady Moberg. <laughs> food trailers by Shady Moberg. No, it's uh, uh, you know the relationship that me and Sonny have, and and the relationship that me and his brother are gonna have. You know, it's it's gonna be a win-win situation for everybody. Good, good combination for sure. Yeah. So, um. You know, I'm going to outfit it just with the uh, bare essentials at first and kind of what I need to get going. I want to cook most of the stuff on the on the actual smoker. Um, you know, smoke mac and cheese and yeah. and uh, you know, I don't I don't uh, you know, if I want to get creative and bake some things, you know, I'll have to use an oven, but I'm going to try to do utilize the tools that I'm good with. To kind of get me going, nice. you know, and save money that way. And I, know, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, as I introduce new things, you know, you know, I, I'll kind of, you know, update and upgrade. 
if you say so. There you go. What were we going to say? Uh, Pitmaker out of Houston. Yeah. Uh, they make a, uh, what's it called? It's like a charcoal oven. Yeah. It's got these big doors, opens like a mouth. And just on a little bit of charcoal bricks, you can keep a consistent temperature and everything. So I'm, I'm planning on somewhere. making a uh, indirect box kind of similar to this and using it as a warmer box and nice. um you know i can i can do some pretty creative things on there too um you know do a smoked chicken and then kind of grill it off or use uh use a box as a warming box and you know i, w I want to bring the town that i'm going to doesn't have anything kind of like this or it, it doesn't actually have a brick and mortar so you know, we're going to take a little bit of what I like from all around the state and kind of combine it into one and, and you know, what I like to do. And coming from competition barbecue for years, you know, a lot of what I was doing or finishing meats off was indirect or, uh, or I mean, I'm sorry, direct. So, yeah. you know, it gives it another good, flavor profile too. A good crust or a good uh, outside texture to the meats. Well, we got... Mike here is established. Brett's the caterer turned uh, new new local pitmaster, local near here pitmaster. Yeah. Vaguely in the general. Very city. vague, very vague. Everybody knows me from Round Rock, Texas. Soon to be. Uh, the, 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 the Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it at that for now. So. Everyone's kind of packing up so the last thing we always talk about is uh, what's your message to the meat men and it's meat men meat women people who are open up their own place somewhere in the world uh, you know this guy's buddy in South Korea uh, or just someone who's trying to get that candy rib just right in their backyard what's your message to them Brett um, be passionate about what you do uh, if it's a cheap piece of meat an expensive piece of meat you know cook it as though you were cooking it for your mom or your dad um, and, and make it special I think you know I'm going to take that approach and I, I've taken that approach on everything I do and you know people taste the passion um, and I think that goes a long ways don't don't just cook something just to cook it you know cook it with um, some feelings behind it Definitely. Um, I would say, especially with the newcomers, you know, do you and, and, you know, make it your own, but also pay your respects to uh, the pit masters that came before you and uh, show, yeah, show, show your respects, like I said. It's a friendly business. Yeah, definitely. It's a friendly scene. It's a friendly family. It's barbecue. Yeah, it's barbecue. Yeah, and I awesome, mean, right? there's not a lot of competition in barbecue anymore. I mean, you know, as far as restaurants go, we, we all we all usually love barbecue and all get along because of that. So. Well, Brett, Mike, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Appreciate it. And look cheers. Out for more from these guys. Absolutely. Later. Y'all to see me eat now. Hit on the meat man. Y'all to see me eat now. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. This has been a production of Glencliff Media, recorded live in Austin, Texas. What